Hello, and welcome to the KujiCast, episode 12 of Lollipops and Cha. Makes it sound like this whole episode is just Cha. <laughs> That's been our lives for like the past month. Over a month, really, since the new year. But we're also talking about lollipops today, because we might as well make an entire episode about them. There's a lot to say. Hopefully this will be a short one. <laughs> we can't possibly have an hour's worth <laughs> of things to say about the freaking lollipops and stuff is on my- I mean, come on! So my name is Cat Cross. My pronouns are he and him. I'm an artist. I am a hasty translator in the fandom. You can find my translations on my Tumblr blog, Kyoto's on my. You can find me at It's Kyoto on Twitter. You can also find me at Let's Kyoto for my live tweets and at Kurosu Cat for my art. Hello, I'm Faye. My pronouns are she, her. I do writing and art occasionally. You can find me at Toy Money on Twitter and Toy Kuji on AO3. Uh, and content warning for Kuji shipping. We also have a Twitter and stuff at KujiCast on Twitter. Now let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Okay. So, lollipops. Chikai has them. Now. <laughs> okay, there's a lot going on though. So, in the, what was it, like the live event where Chikai had an interaction with Kazuki, and you mentioned to Kazuki how connections are like a sweet dream. They melt and disappear just like candy in your mouth. But well, once you get to know that fleeting feeling of holding someone's hand, you don't want to forget about it. Even if it means you have to abandon some things to hold on to them. Oh my god. What the fuck, Chikai? What's up with that? Bro! <laughs> okay, so clearly there's something, there's something going on with the lollipops and Chikai. And then in one of the DVD extras that came with like a little manga from Miggy, she had a, a comic with Chikai and Toy. And it showed Chikai like trying to give 14 year old or 13 year old Toy a lollipop and Toy rejected it. And then he thinks about how Toy used to love them. And it flashes back to baby Toy with a bag of lollipops handing a lollipop to Chikai. And it's tragic. So I, it seems very much like the lollipops represent Toy to Chikai, but specifically baby Toy because baby Toy was the one who liked the lollipops. Yeah, lollipops definitely to toy represent, like, childhood and being a kid. Mm -hmm. And he rejects it because he wants to be a big boy. He wants to stand by Nissan. <laughs> you know, Chikai always has the lollipop, except for when he's with toy. And so I think, well, essentially uh, the, the idea of this is to prove that the lollipops are a substitute for toy for Chikai, using how they appear in the show. Because as we've mentioned before, in episode 9, Chikai doesn't have a lollipop in his mouth the entire time. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't need it, because Toy's right there with him, even though they're still distant. Yeah, so in episode 2, which is where we're introduced to Chikai, he actually does have a lollipop in his mouth when he's with Toy. But it's clearly like a very quick meeting that he's there for. He's one initially there to like torture that guy. Um, and then he immediately leaves, and that's why he has the lollipop in his mouth. And in that episode, just to note, it is a red lollipop, because we're going to be paying attention to the colors of the lollipops, too. Mostly because Ikuhara really likes color symbolism. <laughs> he does that a lot. He seems to really like strawberry. 
Yeah, that's strawberry lollipop. That's the red one. And so, yeah, in episode two, he does have the lollipop with toy, but uh, the most that we see it, like, he's introduced with it in his mouth, so we don't know that it's a lollipop at first, and then when he's at the ferry, that's when he takes the lollipop out, and now we know that he is not smoking or whatever. He just is a loser. It's like the Sanji lollipop from the four kids one piece, except it's real. (laughs) Shikai is just four kids. He's just got water guns with him. It's fine. Okay, so episode four is interesting because we also get flashbacks. But the first time we see the lollipop in that episode is when it's present day and Toy is on the call with Shikai and Shikai is like killing a dude in the bathroom on the call. (laughs) <laughs> but he doesn't have a lollipop in his mouth for that conversation. The lollipop, it cuts to a shot of the lollipop. It's a red lollipop, the strawberry flavor, in a soap dish near Shikai, but not with him while he's doing the crime thing. He's keeping it safe. Safe and away from the murder. <laughs> yeah, that he had the lollipop in his mouth when he was torturing the guy before in episode two, but in episode four, he doesn't have it. He's like protecting it. I think that is actually probably what that represents, (laughs) that in episode two, Toy is there with him and torturing someone, whereas in episode four, he's essentially protecting Toy by being apart from him. Yeah, if you don't think that the lollipops have significance, that right there is (laughs) is basically like the smoking gun for that. Yeah, and then we get into the where it comes into the flashbacks, which is really interesting because for most of the flashbacks, so... When Toy, you know, is alone and their parents are dead and whatever, the there's a strawberry lollipop in front of the, the shrine to their parents where Chikai also puts the money. And that's there the whole time. And Chikai does not have a lollipop for that, for the whole flashback sequence. So it hasn't started at that point. Yeah, it's just in a little shot glass. Which is interesting. Do you think it's like, is that supposed to be an offering for the little shrine they have for their parents or? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it says anything in the novel either. Yeah, I'm not sure that it does. But it almost seems like an offering, like, maybe that's all Toy has to give. Oh no, that makes sense. I know, it's really sad, especially because I think at this point the lollipops are still his. Yeah, oh no, he still hasn't given them up. I know, oh that's so sad. Because yeah, Chigai doesn't have them, but then the next time that we see the lollipops, and so, okay, interestingly, the flashback, um, when Toy is taking the gun from the desk um, that Chikai hasn't taken, but he's been there. The lollipop is also still there. So Chikai didn't take the lollipop either. So in the flashback, when Toy and Chikai hug, and then the strawberry lollipop falls to the ground, I'm pretty sure it's coming out of Toy's pocket. Oh yeah, you're right! Toy did take the lollipop. Oh no. (laughs) I mean, there's that look that Toy gives the portrait of his parents. So maybe at that point. Oh no. That's Toy holding on to the memory of his parents. Oh no. Oh, stop. It's him taking the lollipop and the gun. No! <laughs> no! See, the lollipops. It's all about the lollipops. And then when it falls out of his pocket, he gives it up. He gives up the lollipops, but he doesn't give up the fucking gun. Yep, it's the loss of innocence. And that is actually the way that loss of innocence is often shown in like manga and stuff. You know, like you'll have like a flower petal falls off the flower when like the, you know, hero loses their innocence. Oh my god, this episode is blowing my mind already. (laughs) Okay, so episode eight is interesting. 
Because when Chikai arrives to pick Toy up, he does not have a lollipop in his mouth. Because he thinks he's picking Toy up immediately. But Toy, you know, postpones it. And then when Chikai goes to meet Enta, in the novel, he's like, there's an extra line where he says that he had just run out. So I think it's that he like didn't restock his lollipop stash because he was going to go with Toy. He doesn't need lollipops if he's bringing Toy. But now he's got to wait. Now he needs his fix. And And notably, the color that Enta gives Chikai is the grape flavor, which is like purplish, but also seems to represent Toy. There's not like a blue flavor. It's the purple color. So in episode eight, we get the other colors of the lollipops. So before this, it was just the strawberry flavor, but now there's grape, there's apple, and then there's also strawberry. And this sort of like changes the meaning of the lollipops a bit, because before they just represented toy, but now that they have color symbolism, now they more represent the colors of the trio. Yeah, this is when they start to take on the trio colors. Um, and Enta specifically gives Shikai the toy color. And that's also the color that's on his mugshot. Yeah, which is... Now, I don't understand this symbolism here. When um, Rayo and Mabu are looking at the mugshot for Shikai, they also have a picture of the grape lollipop, just that. Which is interesting because we haven't seen Shikai with a grape lollipop before. Wonder what his favorite flavor is. <laughs> Maybe. Perhaps. Yeah, so the great lollipop. I guess it also, the purple color, it's also red and blue mixed together. Could be that also. It's a bit of a stretch. Is it? It's purple. <laughs> I mean, Enta isn't exactly green, but he's still got apple. No, but that's a yellow. It's, it's greenish. It's yellow. <laughs> okay, now we're going to get into the debate. <laughs> Which one of us is colorblind? It's yellow. Like, it is supposed to be a green apple flavor, but it's yellow. <laughs> Whatever. It represents Enta. It's fine. Yes, okay. So the the other colors of the lollipops come up when Shikai is telling Enta to go make up with his friends, and he gives Enta the apple-flavored lollipop and the strawberry lollipop, which obviously represents Enta and Kazuki. He doesn't give Enta a third one, and Enta even knows, like, this isn't enough to make up with all of them. He's telling Enta to go, you know, make up with Kazuki. Although Shikai doesn't know that, and he's just Shikai. Yeah, Shikai's just there giving bad advice. Though that's what that was like the one bit of good advice that he gave. <laughs> Go make up with your fucking friends. Yeah, the advice he should have given to Toy, but instead he's taking Toy away from the yellow and the, the red lollipop. Pain. Oh, the lollipops. Oh, Chikai, you dick. And then at first I was like, oh, so there are no lollipops in episode nine because Chikai doesn't have any with him. But then I remember. Ikuhara. He has the lollipops. <laughs> he gives Toy the lollipops. And they're the trio colors. And I think this is Ikuhara himself telling Toy, you gotta go back. You didn't listen to Sara. You gotta go. Dump him. <laughs> That's literally what he's saying. <laughs> I think it's also interesting because Chikai isn't gonna have a use for these lollipops. Where do these lollipops go? Just into the river, I guess. With everything else Toy threw away. And now, Otter Chikai. And now, our feature presentation. So I think, before we talk about this, it is, again, important to note that this isn't really Chikai. It is kind of more Otter's depiction of Toy's Chikai, sort of. Like, what Toy kind of needs from Chikai, which is Chikai telling him to, you know, give everything up. 
And this is interesting because Jikai appears with a lollipop whenever he's with Toy. So it is directly contradictory to what we've seen of Jikai and the lollipops before. Yeah, and it's never the strawberry lollipop either. I think that's interesting. So when we're introduced to Jikai, he's eating the strawberry lollipop. But I just think it's interesting how here in episode 11 and 10, he's not with the strawberry lollipop. I don't know what that means, but I think it's interesting. Yeah, the flavors change from episode 10 to 11. Because in episode 10, if you, I don't know, pause it, when she guys his mouth open, you can see it's a, the yellow lollipop. It's very clearly the yellow one. Um, and then in episode 11, when he's talking to Toy, he has the gray purple lollipop. He is never shown with the red one. Otter does not have the red one. So I almost feel like that's intentional. Like, I don't think that it's, you know, an animation mistake. And I think this is more of a depiction of Toy not understanding Chikai still because he's imagining this Chikai with a lollipop because he doesn't know what the lollipops mean to him. Like if Toy knew that Chikai was using the lollipops as a substitute for Toy, then he would actually understand more of his feelings. But he doesn't. He's envisioning Chikai with the lollipops because he just thinks his brother eats lollipops all the time. Like a loser. I mean, he's still a loser, but... I mean, yeah. So yeah, he's not... He doesn't understand what he means to Chikai, really. And that's kind of the point of this. This otter Chikai who tells him, like, I only used you. It wasn't that big of a deal. And this is even after Chikai's death scene, where Toy suddenly realizes, like, what his brother was trying to do. And even then, he's still feeling shitty about it. And he doesn't realize that he had worth to Chikai. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I feel like what I was talking about when we were talking about episode nine, where, or I guess it was the Reomabu episode, where I was saying how Chikai performed a, an act of love for Toy, but Toy, he didn't, he still didn't connect his feelings to Toy because Toy didn't understand. He still ended up having this vision of, of Otter Chikai telling him to, to abandon all these connections. Like he still doesn't understand Chikai. And I mean, it is confusing. Like he was about to let his brother kill him because he thought that was what he deserved. And then suddenly he's pushed away from a bullet. Chikai saves him, but then he's like, this is all your fault. Bro, if only Chikai actually told Toy that he fucking loved him, but then he didn't because he's stupid. <laughs> no, no, he's just an idiot. And that's why we get out of Chikai. God damn it, Chikai. Look what you've done. You ended up making a new sexy version of yourself. Who wraps Toy in tentacles, but then takes him to erase himself. This show is weird. So yeah, I think the way that we usually see Chikai, you know, with the exception of Otter Chikai, kind of shows that the lollipop is a toy substitute. It was originally more associated with child toy, and so Chikai carries that around. But then, in episode 8 and on, it's kind of serving more of the color symbolism aspect that Ikuni loves so much. Do you have any other thoughts on the lollipops? I don't know, I'm just kind of brain dead at this point. <laughs> Did too much thinking about lollipops. Too big brain for me. <laughs> I know, this is very complicated stuff, okay? We're really we're really getting into it. This is what we've been working towards. Yeah, I think that's it. We can move on to this week and the Kuji fandom. This week in the Kuji fandom, it's just more Koucha. <laughs> There's been a lot of Koucha. <laughs> what, what do you even expect at this point? <laughs> this entire year has just been Koucha. I mean, what, <laughs> what more could we want? 
There's an artist that's been drawing it a lot recently. Was that the artist that we shouted out last time? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the username anyway because they deserve a shout out as well. Yeah, it was Kaya Watabe on Twitter. Their couch is so cute. He's so tiny and round and adorable and smiley and happy and I love him so I'm much. Still looking at the the drawing of their couch on walking, which is just so cute. He's got a bow on and a <laughs> bell and he's whistling. And there's another one with Bull Chikai. He's giving him milk candy. He's holding a flower. And they just had one today of Toy Chan, a tricycle. He's delivering milk. <laughs> he's oh, the cutest. He's so cute. <laughs> and there have been some interesting Kaocha discussions that I can't even understand Japanese, but I have noticed them. Well, one I liked was a farm runaway AU where they're running away from the farm. That's good. I like that. I just like it. And then there's the runaway to a farm at you, where for some reason Chikai and Toy end up on a farm full of Kaocha. It makes no sense, but I love it so much. And then there was the question that Sho posited through one of their fleets. Does Kaocha have monetary value? What is your take, Kat? Let's see. Well, he can't make milk. And I don't want to eat him. He is too cute to eat. He is too cute for human consumption. I would go vegan for this child. But consider the value he has added to Chikai's life. That's worth more than all the money in the world. You know, imagine if you had a Kaocha, you would be eternally happy. I would cry. So he has he has provided Chikai some worth. Is that worth money? Can money buy happiness? Is that is that what we're asking here? Whoa, man. You're blowing my mind again! <laughs> this is a... <laughs> now, this is the discussion Ikuti wants us to have about capitalism. <laughs> it's ours on mine. <laughs> is Kaocha <laughs> worth money? <laughs> if Kaocha went into one of those otter boxes, would he turn into desire or love? Love! He would be... Yeah, he would be like Haruka. And according to the otters, they shred love up. You know, they have that pile... Of love. No! So clearly, they feel that love has no monetary value, according to otters. Okay, so that settles it. Kaucha has no monetary value, but he's worth more than that! Yes, okay. He's worth everything. He's worth the whole world. And that's really all you need. So unrelated to Kaucha, or the lollipops, or anything in this episode, we have another artist that I've been wanting to spotlight since I went on the Kappa Connection episode, actually. Like, I was asked to recommend some people, but then I forgot. Yeah, for you would forget everyone at that point. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten everything at that point. It's fine, my state was on fire. But, because my head is a little cooler after my state froze over for a couple days... I would like to shout out a Tumblr user, Goofilia Sepe? I think that's how you pronounce that. I apologize if it's not, but anyway, they draw really beautiful art, very, very beautiful paintings, um, mostly of the Kuji Bros, but of general Sadas on My Things as well. Oh my god, it's just so gorgeous. I really love their style. They do like a lot of other fan art as well, but I'll be linking specifically to the Sadas on my tag on their blog. Just go check it out. It's really good stuff. 
They did Kooji Sisters art. Yes! Anyone who draws Kooji Sisters is valid. Yes, exactly. They have Kooji Sisters. Also, I haven't seen this one before, but I'm just seeing uh, the Runaway AU picture they did, where they say I wanted them to escape and live together happily somewhere in the South Asia, perhaps. And they're happy! They're happy and they're eating food and it's so warm and happy. I also want them to escape together. <laughs> they did. They did do it. They did end up in the outside world. You can tell from the Abro's cover. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Akio. Oh man, now I'm just scrolling through their art and it's sad. Warning for dead Chikai. That's just sort of the curse of Kuji fan artists. You either see them fucking or you see dead Chikai. Or both. Or both. <laughs>